Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Bradley and Dawn, my talk 1071. This is your place for entertainment. If you miss any of the show and you want to hear certain segments like Blinded by the Item, you can always go back and listen to our podcast. Go to mytalk1071.com and click on Bradley and Dawn. You'll hey. find it all there. Download it, you know, subscribe to it, like it, all that kind of good Do stuff. It. Okay, I have to talk about a big lie that happened. Jimmy Fallon Lies. is lying. Jimmy okay. Fallon is lying? Jimmy Why? Fallon is lying. He's talking about on his new podcast that he has with other late night hosts. It's called Strike Force 5. Yeah, allegedly that's like blowing it out of the water. Kids are loving it. Yeah, people love it. Uh, it gives them a creative outlet while they're, you know. Um, Reason money for the strike. Exactly. Yes. Um, and so... Oh, this is interesting. I'm going to have to look up this on my phone because I clicked too many times on the article. Oh, and it's a paid I love when that happens. Isn't so. that fun? Thank you, Vulture. Um, <laughs> so the story goes that he's on his podcast and he starts talking about the Timothy Chalamet puppet. Which, when you brought this up, I have no clue. Mike, have you ever heard of a Timothy Chalamet puppet not. on no. Jimmy Fallon? Nope. Uh, well, it was a pretty hilarious bit, I have to uh, admit. So... They got a hold of this Timothy Chalamet puppet, and Jimmy Fallon would do skits with it, and he would do this French voice, because Timothy Chalamet's oh, sure. French. And so he made it this ridiculous voice that wasn't Timothy Chalamet's at all. Yeah. Um, and so on the podcast, he's talking about how he told a story about how Timothy Chalamet got wind of the bit and wanted to come on the Tonight Show and destroy the Timothy Chalamet puppet because he hated it. Yeah. So Jimmy Fallon said to, the story on the podcast is that he said, yeah, we were going to do that. And but first I told him we need to contact the puppet maker and we need to see if it's OK with him. So um, then he said that the puppet maker was super upset about it and said, don't destroy my puppet. Mm. Okay, it could be understandable. I mean, you create a piece of art. You wouldn't want people to destroy the art. Well, the real puppet maker has come out and said that is a complete lie. Oh, he said, I sold that puppet to the Tonight Show. I said, do whatever you want to do with this thing. I don't care if they destroy it because I got my money for it. And which makes sense. It's like, okay, it's yours to have now. Um, the origin of the puppet, uh, he's basically calling foul on Jimmy Fallon going, this dude is lying about this. That's not true. Yeah. Um, 
which I thought, okay, why would you lie about that? It's such a weird thing to lie about. Okay, I finally have this open. I wanted to give credit. Chris Allen is his name. He's a puppet maker. And he had a friend who was moving to New Zealand. And that's how the the puppet was created. They didn't. He didn't create it for The Tonight Show. So he oh, made weird. it for his friend. Okay, that's creepy. What? And she, because she loved Timothy Chalamet, and he wanted to give her a gift before she left to go to New Zealand. Oh my god, but that's it, amazing! It ended up being too big, and she couldn't take it. And that's also really creepy. Can you imagine? You're like, I really like Timothy Chalamet. Well, you want to see my dim, my ventriloquist <laughs> dummy? And then you can make him say things like, "Do you love me, Timothy Chalamet?" I do. I really love you so much. Right. Right. So he is, I mean, he's an amazing puppet maker. He's yeah, like, it's I've a, gotten, it's a brilliant looking puppet. I've gotten attention before for my puppets. He's like, I thought, okay, she's not taking it with her. So I'm just going to get publicity and attention for myself. So he listed it on eBay. He didn't want to give up the puppet. So he listed it at $125,000. What? Yes. And so he started getting DMs because everybody was sharing it with the Tonight Show and Jimmy Fallon and, and Timothy Chalamet. And so the Tonight Show contacted him and wanted to buy the puppet. So they bought, how much did they buy it for? Well, he won't reveal. He said, I'd rather not say what I pay, I, they paid for yeah, it because they probably gave it I've never disclosed that. And I don't feel comfortable doing that if that's okay. And they say that's fair. So um, they he got an email from the Tonight Show apparently and saying, hey, Timothy Chalamet is going to be on with your puppet. Um and they had done the skit several times. Um, and so he was fine watching them use it in the bits. He loved it. So there was no controversy about him refusing to let them destroy the puppet. So basically, Jimmy Fallon was gilding the lily to tell a funny story on his podcast, mm-hmm. essentially. Yeah. Um, and now this dummy guy is going to get all sorts of free press. So at the end of the day, everybody walks away happy. I mean, Except I thought- Jimmy Fallon. Why would you make that story up? Maybe yeah. they told him that. I mean, it could be a situation where it's like three times removed uh-huh. and, he, and somebody, you know, oh, somebody on his crew. You're right. It's like, yeah. actually, that dude was really upset. Because if anything happens, it's not like Jimmy Fallon is going to be going, do, 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 let me call the puppet maker. It's yeah. totally going to yeah, be puppet, one of the production yeah. assistants. One of the 18,000 or the yeah, producers. People. Yes. Um, so that's. Have you listened the, to this podcast yet? This Strike Force 5? I actually Mike? started listening to the first. Like, I've listened to the first, like, 10, 15 minutes. Oh, okay. And? Um, I think it's pretty funny. They all are good at what they do. I mean, I love, I mean, out of the three, I love Jimmy Kimmel the most. And second, Stephen Colbert. Yeah. And in last place is Jimmy Fallon. Yeah. I don't know. Jimmy Fallon's not my cup of tea, like, humor-wise. But he, you know, has done some funny bits and always very creative. Super, super creative. Yeah, you have to give him that. And plus, they're really good at talking to each other because they know what they're doing. Well, they're a very unique, distinct group of people. A very niche, you know, uh, profession that very few people can relate to directly. And I'm sure it's fun for them to get together and, you know, chat it out. And I can acknowledge, like, that... There are writers that write, like, there are a lot of people, like, a lot of comedians that write the jokes for oh, yeah. them. Yeah, yeah. Some people throw their own in, but still, we have to remember it's like 20 writers or whatever or less. Yeah, for sure. But, uh, yeah, so that's well, the story so did they of ever the Timothy Chalamet the puppet? puppet. Ooh, good question. Um, 
T-T-T-T-T. Sorry, it's I don't okay. know the answer to know. that because I'm having to look at this Google on my it. phone. Yes. Um, okay, when we come back here on The Adventures of Bradley and Dawn, we need to go back to the end of a marriage, a celebrity marriage, because that's all the celebrities are doing these days is getting divorced. And thankfully, it gives us something to talk about. But specifically today, I want to talk about the insane amount of money it costs celebrities to divorce one another. And I know it's not just celebrities, but they're the easiest target. We'll talk about one such target in the form of Kevin Costner and Christine Baumgartner when we come back right here on my talk. Alexis podcast. It's Don McLean for Livia weight control centers. This is a great time to sign up for Livia. Not only is summer over, you got through the fair, but kids are off to school and it's finally time to take care of yourself. These programs are awesome. They just won this best weight loss program for the third year in a row in Minnesota. I mean, that's amazing. You've heard all the different weight loss people out there and uh, the competition. Well, I can tell you personally that I lost over 30 pounds with Livia six years ago. It is so easy. I actually enjoyed doing the program. I wasn't starving myself. Um, There wasn't weird times that I could only eat for three hours a day. I mean, my gosh. Uh, No counting calories. You're going to love it. Uh, You could do this with your partner as a couple if you're both kind of unhappy with the way you feel right now. So call them. You'll get three months free if you mention me. 855-GO-LIVIA or you can go to Livia.com. This is a limited time offer, so don't wait. Once again, 855-GO-LIVIA or Livia.com. Three months. I talk 107.1. Everything Entertainment. The Adventures of Bradley and Dawn. It's Wednesday, which means uh, we have dreams coming up in just a little bit here. But before that, we have to talk about celebrity divorces and one in particular that has just fascinated us. Yeah, not only does Christine Baumgartner say she's going to keep fighting Kevin for money, that's Kevin Costner, she wants him to pay for legal fees, which is why we're talking about still, I thought once these guys got their judgments and she knows what she's doing and the thing with the thing, no, they are still fighting in court. And Christine Baumgartner is vowing to keep up a fight for child support after uh, being told she's got a, or she's only going to get $63,000 a month. In fact, she called it a complete joke. I would like someone to make me a complete joke. Yeah. Meaning I would like $63,000 63, a month. $63,000 a month. You know, Honey. and I'll give you a check to raise the kids and I'll keep the rest for myself. My point is. Wouldn't it be nice to have to fight for 63 or was well, she wants like a hundred and some thousand? She wanted 249,000. Well, yeah, that's not happening. She got 129 for a while for a month. And then now the judge said you get 63 and she called it a complete joke. But that's not why it brought us here because like, I don't, I don't understand. Like I've long given up trying to understand what goes into all that uh-huh. mess. Like you need what? Okay, fine. But he's rich. He's got money. He's got to pay for his kids. Oh, fine. What I wanted to talk about, the more exciting piece of this for me, was how much lawyers make out all this. <gasps> so, you know, BDEPR, that's our PR firm here on the Adventures of Bradley yeah. and Dawn. I'm really, I, I right now have the day off from BDEPR because, um, I don't know, I just, I can't do it today, but thank you. I'll be calling in you for this conference it? call. It's a joke. I'm just joking. Why are you joking? Because uh, I like to have fun. Okay. I like Why? to party. I was just saying I'm taking a day off. No, from I, get it. I get it. Um, well, I'm not. And right. here's Thank why. God. Here's why. Somebody's got to run this ship. <laughs> Somebody's got to run this ship. Well, Mike will do it. Uh, here's the thing. When I was reading through this story, 
They have a, because now not only does she want more money for child support, she wants him to pay her legal fees. Okay. I don't get that. Okay. Well, we can debate that. I never get that. Put a pin in that. All right. Because I'm like, well, what are the actual legal fees? The combined legal bill for the work that's already gone into this mess. Right. Fighting over sixty three thousand a month or a hundred and one point five million dollars has already been spent. What by these two combined to divorce? How long has the divorce been going on? I think since like spring, maybe or maybe was it Memorial Day when I ordered my couch? They still don't have. Okay, literally like let the couch go <laughs> because it's not coming. You're not getting. <laughs> You're not getting the couch. You need to go on Timu and buy a couch because you'll you'll get it. It's ridiculous. And it'll be more value for money. $1.5 million. And that's the amount that she's trying to get the court to cover, or that she's trying to get him to cover. In fact... You mean just her part? No, no, no. That's the combined total. Oh, combined. Okay. But they're both in court to find out who's going to foot the bill. Um, she wants him to pony up the five hundred and seventy-five thousand dollars to pay her lawyers, and then she also wants an additional two hundred and eighty thousand to cover the cost of experts. He, meanwhile, experts. has racked up a tat. Well, yeah, because you know, like when you're fighting over stuff, you're like, man, I had to, to look at receipts. Yeah, I mean, that's a job if you a can receipt get it. expert. You think you and I should go into? We can be. Uh, what can I? In be addition to BDEPR, in? we could be courtroom experts. Okay. What would you like to expert? <laughs> Gossip? Uh, export. Uh, ex, uh, I would like to do um, um, some audio footage. I can tell you whether or not. Oh, yeah, because of your ghost it. stuff. Oh, yeah, I listen to audio all the time. All right. Yep. Uh, They've got some ghosts and skeletons in their closets. He, by the way, that is Kevin Costner, racked up a bill of $664,000 through the end of July. Oh. But he's like, I don't want her to pay for it. I. We'll just pay my own. But still, the judge is going to decide who pays for what. So that comes, I think today, actually, we'll find out who's going to have to pay. But I just thought to myself, wow, these fools who have just gobs of money, let's be clear, compared to you and me and Mike, and let's pool all of our resources. In fact, all of our equity, let's put up all our positives on the sheet, add them together. And I guarantee. Mm, yeah. <laughs> maybe not everyone right. maybe not everyone but a lot of <laughs> we people leave a few people out <laughs> <laughs> don't get us in trouble okay so that's not gonna add up no to the amount these fools are just lighting on fire i i just i don't understand you told me to put a pin in it and i really do want to yeah come no back we can it. come back i don't understand how you can make somebody else pay for someone's legal all these crazy alien stories can't be true can they hey it's Stephen Diener host of the Unidentified Alien podcast and whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there the Unidentified Alien podcast or UAP for short there's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world and the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms and you can also find it on UAP 
Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I can see if it's like a criminal case and they were found guilty <laughs> oh or civil, oh you know. Uh, and so you're like, guess what? You lost. And so you now have to pay their legal fees, too, for putting them through the trouble because you lost. I think but this is a divorce. Yeah. I also think you should have to pay legal fees if you I, I think it's California state law. I think that's a thing in California specifically where you can get people the other side to pay for your legal fees if you win, like regardless. I seem to remember something specifically, sure. but in my mind, it's either the situation you put forth or if you bring a frivolous lawsuit right? and the like, lawsuit okay, is deemed well, meritless or you lose, then you got to pay because that will discourage people from just filing frivolous lawsuits. Don't you think that the expert she called in to ask about him, like, hey, we have this expert here. He needs to um, look at all your receipts whenever you cheated. Can you hand those over? I bet he won't want to pay for that because he's like, we don't have any of those, but do you? Yeah. Again, he doesn't want to pay for anything. <laughs> he yeah. doesn't want to pay for anything that she's doing. Uh, but I just, I think that's why I think like, and I know people are just going to say like, well, you don't know because you don't have any money. It's like, I have enough money to live, <laughs> but I don't have gobs of money to just that. light on fire just to like argue over, you know, like you guys are going to have to figure it out. Yeah. So just figure it out. Yeah. You're two grown ass people. Mm -hmm. And yeah, sometimes you really need a court to come in and go, you know, this is a complicated question. Here's the answer. Mm -hmm. But like, I just feel like these two really could have figured it out. Am I, am I being terribly naive, Dawn? No, I don't think you're it's being okay naive. It's okay if I'm naive. Well, I don't, I wouldn't call it naive. I just think sometimes you. And we all do this. You see people as like, oh, coming from your own perspective, like you are a decent person and you would be decent. Yeah. Um, and respectful. That's very nice of you. But I fooled you. <laughs> there are other people who aren't. You got to remember, not all people are decent yeah. and respectful. But so. I just feel like Kevin Costner, he's not like the worst person in the world, is he? Maybe he is. I don't know. I don't but know. I feel like just, you know, it's think, your children. This is what I don't understand. I, don't I understand that you hate that. her. Yeah. And I understand that you, she did you wrong somehow and your ego is bruised. Mm -hmm. But those are your kids. You want to be seen true. to be fighting the money that's going in. Now, you can argue that she can spend that money however she wants. Yeah. And I get it. But at the end of the day, the the visual to me is like you just look like you're trying to rob your kids of the money that yeah. they should have access to. That's true. Um, it's the whole, like, you have to maintain the lifestyle when they're at mom's house. Like, we don't want them. Do you think that kids would actually resent her? Like, they would resent her if they had to go to a smaller house? I think they would resent her for, you know, the things that kids resent their parents for all yeah, the time. Yeah, which is everything. Yeah. So they would find something Good luck to resent. With that. Yeah. <laughs> Dawn, thank you so much for oh, that very insightful you. commentary. When mm -hmm. we come back, uh, you're going to interpret some dreams. I sure am. Right here on My Talk 1071. The Adventures of 
Bradley and Don, My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. Uh, if you missed any of the show, you can always go and listen to the podcast. We'd love you to s- subscribe to it. Go to MyTalk1071.com. You can go on our app and just listen anytime you want. And uh, we're going to get into interpreting dreams. What do you tell me about your dream? I was back in high school, and I was supposed to take a test. I was naked at work again. I was driving my car, and I couldn't control it. Then, I fell off a cliff with Leonardo DiCaprio. Do you know what this dream means? Dreamweaver Dawn. Dreamweaver Dawn. Are you ready to interpret some dreamies? I am. Yes, yes, yes. Dear what listeners, do we have? stay tuned because Don will tell you how you can get your dreamies interpreted. Mm-hmm. Am I starting with Aaron today? Yeah, let's start with okay. Aaron. Aaron dropped you a note. I've got it here. Let me just pull it out of the mailbag. Okay. Aaron says, Dear Dawn, I was in my garage <laughs> that was full of boxes and stuff in rows in the middle of the night. People were continually coming in by twos, trying to get into my house. I kept thinking, I need to keep my family safe and keep people out. After keeping multiple groups out, a man dressed in all black with a large black gun ran in and put it to my head. Oh, this is a dream. I tried to get him out of the garage, and I ran into the house and quickly locked the door. He came in the front door and chased me up the stairs to my bedroom. I was yelling for my husband, but my voice was very quiet. I woke up before I could get to my husband. Dawn! That's terrifying. I'm sure many people have been Mm -hmm. chased in their dreams before. Yes, and I have the answer for you, Aaron. And everybody else who has somebody that's threatening them. Um, This is a mysterious figure. So first of all, we're starting out in um, your, uh, your house is your frame of mind. And if it's your current house, this is a familiar frame of mind. And it is basically your, your just where you're living in a comfortable state okay mentally well um we're talking about the garage which is really for what a garage is for uh, or cars a car there's no car in there though there's just boxes that she's organizing a lot of people when i drive down my alley i see a lot of open garages filled with crap (laughs) yep people use it sometimes we do not but i get it i have an expensive storage unit anyway less about me more about aaron aaron this has to do with your physical body, okay? Because, and mostly it's about, um, you feel like there's some type of a change that's being forced upon you. Mm. When you have a mysterious figure that you're being chased, it's a scary person that you don't know who it is, that is an unfamiliar part of yourself, and you feel like you're being forced to change somehow, and you feel like you're a victim of life when it comes to this certain aspect of your life. So all your soul is doing is just holding up a mirror saying, this is what we're thinking about during the day, but we're not really thinking about it. So something happened where you're like, oh, I don't like this. I feel like I wasn't a part of this change that's happening and I don't like it. And uh, yeah, so that's what it is. It's about you feeling like you have change being forced upon you okay which is totally relatable so next time you're feeling chased you're not actually being chased yes yes and that gun is a tool for change because death is change so that is and this has to do with your physical body so what's going on right now yeah what's going on you've got mm-hmm. bunions yeah crusty crust you couldn't have it? a you know it could be something simple as you were at the fair and you're on a diet 
plan and you couldn't have what you wanted. <laughs> I don't know. Like I've said before, our our brains and our they're very dramatic. Yeah. You could have something very simple. Could just be you've got gas. Yeah, exactly. Okay, so Aaron, that All is right, what so it Aaron, is. All right, so Aaron, and again, listeners, let us know if you hear something that resonates. Feel free yeah, to let uh, Dawn know through email. Now, we have another e- email from uh, a listener, Dawn. Excuse me, this is a telegram. Oh, my gosh. From great. Lori. Yeah. This came hot off the Dreamwire. Mm-hmm. She says, Dear Dawn, I was living in my childhood home with my husband and my children. We were getting ready for an event, and my husband sent my two boys to get the air filled in the tires of two bikes with flat tires he found in the garage. After they left, I realized they were only three years old in my dream. They're adults in real life. Mm -hmm. And I started to get concerned about them being able to find the bike shop and navigate their way to the store and back to the house. I mean, the dream went on and on with the... Us and the neighbors, the house, preparing for some event. But throughout the dream, I just kept remembering the boys never came back. And I didn't have any way of knowing where they were. So I finally decided I needed to drive around and look for them. And then I woke up. Okay. All right, Lori. This is all about um, you at one point in your life had some new fresh ideas that were very exciting to you. And you actually took them from your imagination and you implemented them and you made them come true in real life. So your kids represent new ideas. If it's just a baby or having sex, that means you are trying to create a new idea with your conscious and subconscious mind. That's what sex is in a dream. So once you actually have the baby, it grows up. So now we're at a place where you implemented all of these things, whatever the idea was in your life, and now you feel like you're going backwards. Oh, because no. they are regressing. The children are regressing. The children are now getting younger, and you <sighs> feel like you where you were like five years ago. It could be emotionally. It could be in real life, like you started a business and things got really weird. Yeah, or maybe you just were really good at getting the toilet paper stocked, and then you've forgotten the last <laughs> yes, two trips. exactly. It's something, you know, that you figured out in your life, and now you feel like you're going back so that's what that is about also it might have something to do um with it it is affecting you physically because we have flat tires and as we know vehicles are our physical body so you're worried about getting these tires filled which is really like you feel stuck physically this is affecting your physical body okay it all has to do with those ideas that thing that you came up with that you feel like is now sort of falling apart it's okay though because um you can change that. Yeah. You have free will. Yes, you do, Lori. It's a free country, Lori. Okay. All right. So uh, we're deep in the weeds with dreams. Dear listeners, if you're just joining us, Dawn is doing her dream interpretation. Stick around. You can find out how you can get your dream into Dawn. It's super easy. Now, let's move on to another email. This comes from Barbara. Mm-hmm. And she says, hey, Dawn, I'm on a bus with a bunch of kids aged preschool to 12 years. I'm supposed to get them to line up and listen, and I can't do it. No one will follow directions, and I just end up screaming. When I do finally get them into school, they refuse to go to class, and I end up just leaving them, and I find myself waking up in a random bed realizing I should be in my classroom. (laughs) Wow, she woke up in a dream in a dream. Yeah, ooh, that is a dream within a dream. It's like Inception. But it's kids again, so something Mm -hmm. tells me Barbara's got some ideas that are being restless. Okay, so Barbara, you're the type of person who um, 
you have a lot of ideas, okay? And you don't feel like all of them you own or belong to you because you sort of, they're unruly. So you're somebody that's highly creative and you've got things popping in your mind all the time, but you don't feel like you can manage them. It's like, oh my God, I really wanted to, oh, I was supposed to go to Target today because I want to get some craft supplies. Oh, I have to go remember to dump off that junk at the dump. Oh, I have to, I wanted to start pickleball. Oh, so it's all this stuff. Yeah. Those are the kids you're trying to manage. And what happens is that when you have so many different ideas going on that you can't just focus on a couple, then you are never going to be in a place of learning and growing as a soul. So your soul is saying, hey, look, we're here to learn things on this earth, in this physical body, but we're being distracted by all of these shiny objects. So what are you really here for? It's kind of a deep question. Oh, wow. That got deep all of a what, sudden. What resonates with your soul? Like all of these frivolous little things that just distract you, Barbara, um, it, it is fun. But I think now your soul is like, let's go for something a little bit deeper and let's focus on a couple of things. Okay, Barbara, no small thing. <laughs> Let us know if your life was radically changed by this dream interpretation. <laughs> yes, yes. My God, what if she ends up just like going to the convent? Oh, my gosh. Good. Do it. Or not. I'd I mean, depending what on what she wants. There. Yeah, what's speaking to her? Maybe it's join the circus. Yeah, maybe it is. Go to Baraboo. Yeah. Right, Mike? That's the spot. <laughs> you could do Tommy Bartlett's water show. They not still anymore. do that. No, no, unfortunately, about four years. It, it's, I think it was COVID that kind of killed that off. Oh, Wait a, a minute. Who's Tommy Bartlett? Tommy Mr. Bartlett's water show. Mm-hmm. Tommy Bartlett's like the big dude over in uh, well, was. the Dells. Oh, did he pass away? I don't know about that. I just know the show doesn't exist anymore, so... Did it's he have done. more than the water show? Uh, the he, water show, and then there was water? a little. It, so it's it basically was this <laughs> the river. Wow, we just took a turn. That's okay. The the river or the man made lake that's right there in mm-hmm. uh, Wisconsin Dells. Uh, they will actually have these huge uh, shows where they have water skiers like standing on top of each other and doing all these oh, different tricks. Fun. They'll have them skydive in from the top and kind of land in certain spots. There's oh. planes. Everything kind of all included. Apparently, it's a very fun experience. They now have the Tommy Bartlett Exploratory yeah. Interactive Science. Center. Center. That's always been right out there. You can try to lift up a car. It's got that scale with a is that SUV this, on it. Is that the sort of like grandchild of the robot world? Yes, the robot thing. That is what that is. Yeah. It's so that robot. when I was a kid, okay. and we, Dawn. So <laughs> so this is the equivalent for you. You'll totally get this. So I really just love this the is the that... Dell's equivalent of Branson. Yes. Okay. Well, the so, Dell's is basically Branson. Yeah. Without like the Country Osmonds or, you know, okay. like the, the, the Welk. The upside down White House that's in Branson. The exact same thing as in Wisconsin Dell's. Branson. And they've got duck boats. Yep. Oh, no. Don't talk about that. Well, I know. It's, it's tragic. But before yeah. the tragedy, the mm-hmm. duck boats were a huge thing. But um, there was this thing when I was a kid called Tommy Bartlett's Robot World. And yeah. it was like so crazy, like futuristic in like the early 1980s. And I'm sure now it just looks like, you know. That one building that looks like the bus of a robot, that's still there. Oh, okay. And that's what the yeah. Exploratory Center is. So anyway. Who the hell is Tommy Bartlett? He's a guy. He's real <laughs> he successful. Oh, my God. He really likes to put his name on things, I guess. <laughs> Don's like aggrieved. <laughs> How dare that Tommy Bartlett use his like, name? It's Don McLean's. Yeah, I, I mean, mean we your have name a show. is on a show, so maybe so just let ass? it go. Yeah. Uh, okay. Apparently, he passed away in 1998. By the way. Oh. Okay. okay. Well, we can still enjoy the Tommy Bartlett Exploratory free parking. I'm going to dream about that tonight. All right. They do allow <laughs> you to test your giant strength, Don, on a That's... giant lever. 
as you lift a three or five thousand pound car off the ground. That's what I was referring to. There's like a big SUV there that's on like a teeter totter almost looking thing, and you can try to lift it up. God, this is just bringing back all the memories. Okay, Gosh, I've never been to the Dells. We need to take you to the Dells. That's yeah. I think you'd literally the whole time. Don would be going. This is Branson. Yep. This is Branson. That's fine. I. There, yeah. It's okay. People yeah. like to go on wholesome vacations. It's wholesome, but in like a kitschy kind of way, yeah. right? Oh yeah. I There's gotcha. lots of water parks. Uh huh. Now uh, a bunch of indoor water parks, right, Mike? Yeah, a ton of indoor water parks. Did you see that new slide? The America's top. I'm Bradley Trainer and I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like this: A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. All this water slide is going to be opening up there soon. And oh, Branson will try to beat it because they're like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They're petty. I bet there's live action role players somewhere. Is there like a place you Larkers. can go? I just feel like there's got to be like we're yeah, the colonial cold. world of Tommy. <laughs> oh Butler. my god, I have to go to the Dells. Okay, well, if you have a dream and you sorry, Don, we took you way off. I track. asked. I said, "Who the hell is Tommy Bartlett?" Um, no, it's totally fine because we didn't have time to do another get into another dream. But uh, if you do want to email me, put "dream" in the t- dream or dreams in the in the title. Keep it to one paragraph. Sum up your dream. I don't need to know the color of your dress. Or um, the smell of the food, or any of those dazzling details with, which made it very vivid for you. Just sum up the story for me All and right. how you felt, and then make sure and write down what you did personally for yourself because this is all a reflection of 24 to 48 hours before you dream dreamed dream. <laughs> you dreamed it <laughs> okay and mike put up a link to the america's tallest water slide set to open in mount olympus oh my god i want to oh my god i want to go on that icarus i just don't want to get like is it a tommy bartlett water slide no, no it's not tommy bartlett. it's across the street though i mean it has nothing okay. to do with tommy bartlett though when we come back Brittany, you guys you're not going to believe this story it has to do with child support we come back right here on you are listening to The Adventures of Bradley and Dawn. Uh, the station is My Talk 1071. Thank you for joining us. If you're listening to this later, hello, future people. We love you too. Not all of you, though. Oh my gosh. Okay. Uh, so, a lot of wor- divorces going on um, in this world. Uh, probably, we think it's because the actors are striking. And they kind of had to be with each other for longer periods of time that they wanted to. And maybe they'd just been meaning to get to it, and now they have time. Well, so. this is a divorce that happened many, many, many years ago. And I am, of course, talking about Britney Spears and Kevin Federline, who have been divorced for years. And, of course, they have children together. Well, a headline would lead us to believe, Dawn, that Britney Spears is excited because Jaden is turning eight, no, Sean, excuse me, is turning 18 years old in less than two weeks. But wait, that's not why she's excited. She's excited not only that he's turning 18, but also because she doesn't have to pay his child support anymore. Come on. Bye. Daily Mail. I'm so, sorry. According to the internet, Britney Spears is uh, happy to help Sean and Jaden. There's nothing she wouldn't do. But this would go directly to them after they turn 18 instead of Kevin. That is the support that she pays. Uh-huh. So that's what uh, a 
She's excited about that. A source close to the singer says, yeah, no, the, the, sing, the source is actually just saying that she's happy. She doesn't have to write fat checks to Kevin Federline mm-hmm. and that she's ready to move on uh, and just pay that money directly to her kids, which uh, we don't know that that's what she's going to do. I would assume that, you know, she'll probably make sure that they're, you know, okay. Just like any parent would, mm-hmm. right? Like hopefully like most parents, you just kick your kids out of the house at 18 and say, go figure it out. Oh my gosh. I'm kidding. <laughs> that's what happened in my house. But, um, oh, gosh. but you know, yeah. every, my point is every family says what like now is the time for them to do what every other family does, which mm-hmm. is if they're going to continue the support this time, the support will go directly to the kid. That's Sean in this case and not, not Kevin Federline. So Kevin Federline shan't be getting he lost half his income. Yeah. Which also remember people were trying to say like, he only moved to Hawaii because he wanted to get more child support. Well, he's not, There's no indication anyway that he's trying to get child support past Sean's 18th birthday. And also, we don't know what uh, Sean is going to be doing. At least I don't know what he's planning on doing afterward. Like if he's going to go to school, get a job, whatever. Yeah, what's your plan, Sean? Mm -hmm. (laughs) What is the plan? Um, So... And the other one is 14, is that right? 17. Jane is 17 and Sean is 18. Oh, okay. I didn't know there was that close in age. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so I wonder if she plans on supporting them uh, as they go to school. Yeah. I mean, um, I would assume she's like she would pay for their college if they wanted to do that. Also, and, we have to do we we must remember, John, that she's not like one hundred percent in control of her finances. Mm-hmm. There is still a a post conservatorship plan in place. I wonder what the details of that are. I would imagine she's being advised by Matthew Rosengart through like some financial people. Like I bet there's somebody talking money to her. Mm -hmm. I hope there's somebody talking money to her because, girl, I would need somebody to talk money to me because I would not understand. Like you can't pay this money out of this money, which she probably got all different kind of accounts that she can't she can draw on. So. They they've probably had a conversation, wouldn't you think? I think yeah. I probably what he has recommended is some type of a trust fund, because that does limit how much money they can spend at one time. They don't get a lump sum all at once, which I think is good for eighteen year olds. I would say I don't know how responsible I would be with a pile of money that might you know. I wonder if they'll start talking to her now. Well, I don't know if they're. I mean, like, I don't know what financial situation they have, but I don't think there's. I mean, I don't know that they. I mean, they could. There could be a trust. I guess we just don't know. Yeah, I mean, that would be not, the smartest thing to do. Yeah, but can't you just start a trust fund for somebody I mean, you, and just say this is you know your trust fund and like you get a portion of this money when you turn twenty five and then you get more you know yeah as time goes on. I think that's why they set those up, just so that it all won't be, you know, spent at once. Uh, and so I wonder what's going to happen with Kevin whenever uh, the other son turns 18. Well, I would assume if he were smart, but there's no indication that we have that that's the case. No. Because, no, I'm kidding. He, uh, I would imagine that somebody is speaking in his ear like, you have to plan for this. And I'm and sure they've been planning for this. Like, this check is going to run out starting on this date so you can't be relying on on this money to be coming in i would be very curious as one of the children even though it seems like you know we don't know what went on in their relationship honestly from what it sounds like from 
you know, what you read in the tabloids, which you can't trust, is that they really didn't. Actually, they did an interview with one of the kids. Remember a British tabloid? Yeah, it was Sean. That was, uh, Sean. That, yes. was that uh strange lady. Oh, I can't remember her name now off the top of my head, but they did an interview uh, with Kevin and Sean. And, and Sean was like, I hope she gets the help that she needs. But, you know, it was clear that he was not. Right. Not particularly pleased with his mom. Right. And mostly a lot of it had to do with like her social media posts. Like they're like, yep. stop doing that. With that is embarrassing. Like yeah. your nakedness and your explicit. Or, But also, I just think it's gross to go to the kids to, to oh, totally. put the minor children of somebody. Like, again, you told. And also, that's just an awkward time. For yes. you to have feelings about your parents. It like, totally is. You're supposed to, well, I shouldn't say you're supposed to, but it is totally normal to not be a fan of your parents at that age. Or one, if not both, of your parents. I would say, yes, absolutely. People yeah. go through stages. So I yeah. think that's perfectly normal, and it's just gross that they would, you know. I remember also they released those videos of her in the car with them, disciplining them and telling them, like, you can't talk to your mom like that. Like, she's just basically being a mom. You know, and they didn't like it because kids don't like to be, you know, told this is not a thing that you can do. These are boundaries. Yeah. I didn't really hear or see anything wrong with that. I did not like the comments that she made online about her kids, yeah, though. I, don't, I didn't. I, I did not think that it, was a good idea. I don't know what exactly it was. I don't recall. Again, you just expect people like, to be adults. Don't do that. You don't expect children to be adults, but you do expect the adults around them to behave like adults. And that's yeah. to create boundaries around them so that they're not put in a position where years down the road, they're going to feel bad for the way they behaved when it was not through any fault of their own. But the pressures of the people around them that perhaps they were trying to please, you know, they want to please their dad because they've been growing up with their dad. So mm-hmm. if dad doesn't like mom. Guess what? You're going to not like mom. Right. Because you're going to want to please your dad. So exactly. I wonder if as they get older, they will look back and maybe pay more attention to like how much money was he supposed to be spending on us and how much money did he stockpile? I mean, (laughs) I don't know of a job that this guy's had. Also, in these articles, it says like sources say people are close to him are saying you better get a job. Yeah, it's time. Well, but he still has in his a couple wife weeks, right now. That check's going to get real small. Yeah, it is. Half. When we come back, what would you do? Dawn, we had a really gross scenario on a plane that happened yesterday. I mean, can I, it get grosser? Uh, yeah. It can. And it's gonna. I'm going to put you in another scenario and ask what you would do. And dear listeners, you can play the home game when we come back right here on the Adventures of Bradley and Dawn on My Talk 1071.